everyone, and welcome to another episode of My Climate Diet, the podcast where I'm shedding the pounds of greenhouse gas emissions. I'm Lisa Pettibone, and wow, I haven't done this in a while, huh? You know, I originally wanted to do this episode at the beginning of the month and do a whole month devoted to greener and climate-friendlier gift-giving, but life sort of got in the way. And my big ambitious plan for this episode, I wanted to do my gift to myself. I had planned to gift myself half a day to spend however I wanted. I thought this would be a really nice challenge for me at the end of the year and reinforce the idea that gifts don't have to be material things that end up as waste. It would have been a great episode. But anyway, now I'm sitting here on the last day I can scrounge up presents for my family with no time left for myself anyway. I also wanted to talk about the waste generated by this season of giving, where large quantities of gifts are given that the receiver didn't want and doesn't use. And then on the other end of it, What do we do with all that junk we got that we want to pay forward, so to speak? This is something I can speak to more after spending the past two weeks in the junk house, as I've been calling it. One image in particular from the last two weeks really sticks in my mind. And this is something I want to share with you. It's my husband standing in his grandmother's office in front of a wall-length wardrobe filled with white bed sheets. There must have been 30 sets of white bed sheets in this wardrobe. And he started pulling them out and putting them into a trash bag, which hurt me in a big way. They're perfectly good bed sheets. Someone will want them or maybe they can be recycled into something. And he said, no, look, they're not fitted. Not even the Red Cross is going to want these. So I did some online research on sustainability and green living fora to see, okay, what do we do with old cloth, with old sheets, this sort of thing. And he was right. Old cloth, even perfectly good, practically new bed sheets, simply has no value anymore. And it often ends up being incinerated. This was depressing enough, but there's more. Yes, more depressing than 30 sets of bed sheets going in the trash is the fact that some were still in their original packaging from 40 years ago. One of them even bragged on the package from generation to generation, something that seemed almost like a cruel joke while we were there. There's no way the company that made those sheets imagined them being passed on to the next generation essentially as waste. Because think about it, someone in this family bought a set of sheets, but did not open it or use it. Instead, they put the sheets away on a shelf. And then at some point, they bought another set of sheets and another and another. So worse than the fact that we had no place to give this enormous pile of bed sheets was the fact that this pile of bed sheets existed in the first place. I mean, at peak occupancy, the house had five beds in it. So the maximum number of bed sheets that could be in use at one time is five. Do five beds 
need 30 sets of clean sheets? Why am I even asking this? Of course they don't. Or all the sets would be open and show some wear. Yeah, so that was maybe one of many low points over the last few weeks in the junk house. Um, I'm going to stop ranting here because I don't want to just gripe on my last episode of the year, which is unfortunately what this is going to have to be considering what day it is. Instead, I want to spend a few minutes and share a really awesome Christmas hack that combines several elements of my climate diet this year into one. I call it the DIY food waste advent calendar. Okay, it needs a better name. If you come up with one, drop me a line. It's really, really brilliant though. So I don't know about you, but I'm a big fan of advent calendars and in particular, the kind with candy in them. I celebrate Christmas even though I'm an atheist. Yeah, mostly out of habit, I guess. But the advent calendar, I really love. It's like a countdown clock where you get to reward yourself every day. And I should give credit where it is due. My husband came up with this hack and it's really, really nice. He found nice little numbered pouches for advent goodies in the junk house. Yes, it is full of everything. There were also three reusable advent calendars, one of which is now hanging up in our apartment. And he took little numbered pouches and he filled them with leftover Easter candy that he found in the house to give to our son. After we got back to Berlin, I liked the idea so much that I implemented it here for all of us. So now every day, each of us gets a little bit of candy from a stash in our kitchen that somehow snowballed out of control over the last few years. We get a little surprise each morning. We have an excuse to eat candy every day. And in the new year, we'll have substantially depleted our supply of gummy bears, licorice, and chocolate-covered cherries. Because somehow in the course of living your normal life, you open a pack of candy and sometimes it's not the super totally best. You eat some of it and then put it away, get new candy, eat all that new candy, leave the old stuff. That old stuff, that's what we're putting in this advent calendar. The biggest win, the delight on our son's face upon opening a bag and discovering a gummy pumpkin. Okay, the the biggest win is the delight that I get from hearing him say, pumpkin. It's just absolutely adorable. And the last thing I love about this is it's the laziest DIY project you can possibly make. It's funny, in emailing with the ladies who do the podcast, Zawa Clouded, they were telling me about the DIY advent calendar that they're doing where they make really nice, sustainable kitchen wares for all their friends. Things like little pouches of homemade deodorant, reusable wax paper, this sort of thing. Really time consuming. With this DIY calendar, what you're doing is you're taking candy that you might not eat otherwise forcing yourself to eat it, and making it into a bonus. And if you don't happen to have little snack-sized satchels with numbered Santa stickers lying around, I know not everybody does, you can use whatever else you want. Bits of cloth, cut up white bed sheets, aluminum foil, heck, even paper scraps will do. I won't judge. I know it's too late to do this this year, But I'm definitely going to be doing it next year, and I'll send you out a reminder then, too. It's such a great idea. Can't believe not everybody does this yet. 
what's giving me hope this week? So I'm not in the most hopeful mood at the moment. Koalas are now functionally extinct, yet another UN climate summit turned up a whole lot of nothing. And the daily news in the newspapers is about how political parties that really shouldn't even exist are still in power. Happy holidays. Closer to home, the junk house and the family drama that is arising surrounding it have sapped my spirit and left me with a stomach flu that I'm still suffering under. I made an amazing vegan gingerbread over the weekend and I haven't even wanted to eat it. This is how horrible life has been here the last few days. But I did turn it into a present by giving it away to my son's preschool teacher, so I hope they enjoy it. Guten Appetit. But there is one thing giving me hope, and that's that we're almost to the end of this year. That's right. In mere weeks, we are going to be in 2020. 2020, a new year, a new realm of possibilities. And what gives me hope is it's a clean slate to start the next phase of my climate diet. So I want you to enjoy your holidays and some well-deserved time to do what you love. Even if I couldn't challenge myself to give myself some time to do what I love, I hope you can challenge yourself to do that. And next year, I'll be back with some exciting new topics, great new guests, and ambitious new challenges. I don't want to say too much now, but my main challenge next year is I want to shoot to be carbon neutral. That's right. I want to step on the scales of climate impact and be weightless. How great does that sound? I hope you'll join me. Happy holidays and happy new year. Thanks also to David from Kvents for letting me use his music. And thanks to you too. Since I got back from my summer of house cleaning, I've been humbled by how many people listen to this podcast. This has been a labor of love for me, and I appreciate you giving me a listen. Feel free to drop me a line with your climate tips, things you like or don't, or just a kind word at lisa at myclimatediet.org. You can also follow me on Twitter at Lisa Pettibone. And don't forget to rate My Climate Diet on Apple Podcasts. That makes it easier for others to find me and start their own climate diet. Because if everyone went on a climate diet, it wouldn't be the end of the world.